Welcome to The Sacred Life. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and PodcastPath.com. Every month I share transformational conversations with women who've learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of reclaiming their feminine sovereignty. Women all over the world are rising up to have their voices heard, and I invite you to join us in the conversation. Today, it's my honor to share a conversation with Laura Cheadle. Laura is fantastic. I'm so glad that I became aware of her brand new book. She's a former attorney, burlesque dancer, and the author of Flaunt, Drop Your Cover and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, Spiritual Self. Laura empowers high-achieving women to reveal their smart, sexy, spiritual selves so they can fall in love with their bodies, themselves, and their lives, and enjoy everything they've worked so hard to create. Through the five steps of flaunt, she will choreograph a journey that allows you to release self-judgment, shame, and overwhelm, and uncover the power, beauty, and joy within. Welcome, Laura. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here and to chat with you. I got to tell you, I was so grateful that your publicist reached out. I have the opportunity to talk to so many super cool women and to read their books. And your book, Flaunt, was just what I needed to read. And there was so much inside that reminded me of my own transformation over the last 13 years. So I could really identify with so many things. Before we jump into your book, I drew an oracle card before we came together today. I do this with all of my interviewees. And the card that came up today from the Sacred Rebels Oracle was what you want, wants you. <laughs> and, this, <laughs> and this card comes with the, with the message to trust in what you truly want, not substitutions and make-dos, but what will truly bring a sense of passionate, playful purpose and fulfillment in your life. All I could do is crack up. That's so perfect. Crack up, but also all of these goosebumps are popping up in me because I'm thinking, isn't that so true for women everywhere? Isn't that so true about, you know, your journey of transformation, my journey of transformation, the whole message of flaunt, the whole, I don't know, all of being a woman is sort of about coming to that place of accepting what we want and fighting for what we want and allowing ourselves to receive what it is we truly, truly do want. Yeah. And the, just the, the energy of it and how it flows so beautifully with our conversation today. I am <laughs> been dumbfounded by how perfectly these cards relate to the conversations that I'm going to be having. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the, one of the things I also liked about the message from this particular card is it's okay if you don't know exactly what your heart wants to give oh yourself gosh. the space to explore your desires and by making gentle and persistent inquiries of yourself. And that's a big part of what you do as you walk your readers through flaunt is by helping them drop their cover, reveal their smart and sexy self. The things that I just loved most, which you're going to probably find maybe a little bit odd, but your dedication. The dedication is to all the women who have cried in the shower smiled when they wanted to scream and couldn't wait to get home to unhook their bra. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, 
one. We've all been there, right? <laughs> right. I can totally, totally relate from past experience for sure. I haven't felt that way in a very long time, but I have felt that way. You right from there, right from that dedication, I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm ready to dive into this book. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Thank you so much. Because it, it is true. I think so many of us put on that happy face and we plow ahead and we think, I'm good enough and I can get through this and I don't need anyone. But really, we're hurting ourselves and we're not allowing ourselves to live and to enjoy. And it's so much better to live from that juicy, delicious, feminine, beautiful place, isn't it? it really is. And I just think about sensual nature of being a woman and exploring the scents and sounds and nature and flowers and our bodies and movement. And if you just can just step back and be mindful, a little bit more aware, you will be completely blown away by the great and crushing beauty all around you. Oh, yes. And I love that you mentioned movement because for so many women, I think we get locked into that mindset of, I have to work out. I have to look good. And workouts and movement become this punishing thing. And moving is sensuous. Moving is beautiful. Moving feels so good. Shifting that mindset around movement turns so much of our day into a I get to instead of now I have to get ready now I have to work out now I have to go pick up my kids now I right. have to do this <laughs> right because that just makes you feel like you're you know you're completely imprisoned yes and, and we're not yeah. I, I, I have to ask you about how a, a former attorney you know becomes a burlesque dancer and <laughs> And so, so I would love for you to share the story of revealing yourself and how this life-altering transformation led you to the work that you do today, led you to write Flaunt and then some. Oh, perfect. It's so funny because I was a former dancer, as I think a lot of women are. They take dance as a little girl. They fall in love with the, you know, the costumes and the twirling and the tutus and all of that stuff. I danced my whole childhood. I, I danced through college on the College Palm Squad. I loved movement and I loved all of that. But as you might be able to relate, <laughs> once you become an adult, who has money or time or energy for dance class, right? I mean, we, we've got responsibilities. That's, that's a piece of childhood that we can just let go of. So it did. I went to law school, I got married, I had kids, I had a career, and who's going to dance? Well, finally, I decided, you know what? <sighs> fitness. Fitness is kind of like dance. So I started teaching fitness more and more. And it was great. It was a good expression of movement, but it wasn't that pure creative energy that dances. One of my clients who I taught fitness classes to, her daughter, started doing pole dance class. And all of the women were laughing like, ah, eek, pole dance, who does that? Right. Yeah, well, Shan, I tell you inside, it was like a knife to my heart because I thought, that's like being on the bars when you're a little kid and I wanna pole dance and I don't care that I'm in my 40s, I wanna try that. 
Well, long story short, I tried it and I fell in love. It set me free. But again, <laughs> being a responsible adult, I didn't have time to get to pole class. So even though I didn't know what burlesque was or what it was all about, there was a burlesque class at the pole studio and it fit into my schedule. Right. So for me, yeah, the defining moment was it fit into my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> And I started learning about burlesque and it's, it's a mockery. It's a parody. It's, it's a joke. It takes fun, makes fun of all of our uptight behaviors and ideas around body shame and body size and what's sexy and what's too sexy and what's provocative. And oh my gosh, I fell in love with it. And when the universe has a plan for you, it's so easy. I started auditioning for these troops. I would make it. I would start creating routines. People would love them. Before <laughs> I knew it, literally within like three months, I went from not knowing what burlesque was to dancing on stage in Las Vegas. Oh my gosh. That oh, is yeah. so wild. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What a journey. So that was my long and the short journey. It was right. It was kind of the culmination of everything I had loved as a little girl of everything that I had missed and put aside and stuffed down inside. It brought together everything and it just allowed me to express and to live and to fall back in love with my body. You know, like I said, I grew up dancing. So that means I had a pretty darn good body. I was young, I was fit, I was strong. Two kids later, a career later, my body was still fine, but it wasn't like what it used to be. And burlesque allowed me the gift of showing my body. Quick sidebar, burlesque is not nude. Burlesque right. is not stripping. Burlesque is taking away clothing so you can reveal something underneath. Sometimes it's a surprise. Sometimes it is partial nudity, but it's not nudity. And being brave enough to get on stage and to reveal my 44-year-old mom body and to have people go, wow, you're awesome. Stretch marks, yes. Own your body, own your power, own your strength. That was so comforting and empowering. And it enabled me to break out of that thinking that says, you need to put on your Spanx before you go out in public. <laughs> you, need, you need to wear a one piece because that belly, it's not what it used to be. And how dare you enjoy the sun? And how dare you enjoy the beach? And how dare you wear that? Right. Yeah. So from that transformation, from the power of revealing myself, that's where my work came, where my work was birthed. Because sure. I realized, yeah, how many of us are putting on layers? I can't because I'm old. I can't because I'm a mom. I can't because my body's not perfect. I can't because I have a corporate job. And what would people think? think. What yes. would people think? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So that's where it all came from, from my experience of understanding people aren't thinking anything about you. They're thinking about the moms, their own selves, and they're thinking about all the ways that they can limit and hide and cover themselves. And all we need to do is flaunt and put ourselves out there and have some fun. Right on. Honor ourselves. I, you know, I love that you, you were, you're like, oh, pole, pole dancing, how that kind of brought you back in, made you aware. The same thing happened for me 
a few years ago with belly dancing. Oh, that yeah. was my call because when I was young, I learned, I was a gymnast and I, I, I learned that I could roll my stomach. Yes. And my mother was like, whoa, you know, whatever. So there was this whole joke when I was young about being a belly dancer. And then, so I never belly danced, but I, and, but I got to see a belly dancer when I was young and I got to, I just was, there was something so exotic in the way, in the way that they moved in the way that they completely controlled a room. <laughs> and yes. anyway, so, um, there was a, a class available and, and I took the class and I loved it so much. And it was so much more, there was so much more involved than I ever knew the control and the, uh, and, and a good workout, frankly. Oh yes. But also in similar to burlesque, the, the joy in just being with who you are in the moment. I mean, there was a, a 77 year old woman dressed to the nines in her belly dancing attire in this class with me. And I was madly in love with her because she just wanted to dress up and shake it. And I'm just like, Like one of the best role models ever. So um, I haven't been back to belly dancing in a while and and reading your book and now talking to you makes me think I need to find out. Well, when another class starts after the holidays and, and get back in there and shake it again. Cause I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Oh, good. And you know, I think it's fun physically and it's fun like that to find other, those other people to connect with who oh, are yeah. doing yeah, things like that. But I also think the way dancing and feminine movement moves energy, you know, instead oh, yeah. of having all that anxiety gather around our head and our neck and our shoulders to shake it out, to swirl it out, to dress up. It's so healthy to dance. It really is. And even ladies listening in, even if you're just dancing in your house, turn yes. up some music and dance, turn up some music and shake your ass. Just do it. You oh, yeah. will, you will uplift your spirits that as soon as you start to do it, even if you're, you're feeling silly, uh, dancing in the kitchen, dancing wherever, dancing in the bathroom. I don't care where it is. <laughs> it's something that we do, you know, mess around and just, you know, crank up some good music and move. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And something I want to throw in too. I'm not sure if you've experienced this in belly dance, but it's my guess that you probably have. When I walked into pole dance and when I've seen performers dance on stage doing burlesque, oftentimes the people with the most quote unquote perfect bodies are not the most sexy, beautiful ones. Oftentimes the women who are captivating to watch and are the most beautiful and sensuous are the ones with the, again, quote unquote, imperfect bodies. They're the ones that have flesh that can move. you know, a little bit of jiggle and flow. And women are just beautiful. And if you're thinking, I can't dance, I'm going to look stupid. I guarantee you look amazing if you're just dancing from your heart in your living room. You look incredible. And I know that. Right. And if you do get out and take a class, nobody in the room is thinking about you and what you look like. Oh, no. They're, they're, They're there having the same, some of the same thoughts and emotions about being there that you are. And once you start at it, if it's, if it's meant to be, if it's what you're meant to be doing, you're going to find so much joy 
that you're going to get out of your own way of self-judgment. And that leads me to something that you say about judgment, which I think we need to talk about. Why do you say that black and white thinking leads to judgment? Oh, that's one of my favorite things. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes, we live in a world of dichotomy. And we're always taught it's yes or it's no. It's black or it's white. Are you going to accept this job or not? Are you going to enter this relationship or not? Are you going to have kids or not? Whatever it is, it's always a yes or no answer. So we start thinking in terms of on or off, right or wrong, black or white, yes or no. But most of life is not truly like that. Are you skinny or fat? Well, my goodness, I'm really not either. (laughs) I'm somewhere in between. And when we lock into things have to be one way or another, we automatically judge ourselves then as right or wrong, good or bad. And that just isn't where life is at. And when we can break away from that thinking and get into all of those delicious other shades, you know, instead of shades of gray, shade gray is kind of boring. It's the shades of glitter. It's the faceted reflection of, yes, this is true in this circumstance. And no, it's not true over here. And it helps us get out of our heads and get out of that thinking that I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, I don't have enough education, I don't have the right job, whatever it is. And it just allows us to accept what is and to see the good points and the bad points in everything because nothing is black or white. It's just not. You know, something... I'm not, I'm not getting political, I promise. But something that I like to ex- use as an example to explain to people, if you actually download the political party platforms and you read the tenets of every platform, there is not one person on the planet that identifies with all of the tenets of each platform. Whether it's the traditional Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green Party, whatever, nobody aligns 100% with a political party. Yet we call ourselves a Democrat or a Republican or an independent. We assign these titles based on sometimes nothing, but sometimes just based on a majority of beliefs. And with the political tension that's going on right now, what would it be like if nobody assigned themselves that label But we all started talking about those tenets and said, this is a belief here and this is a belief here and I don't know about this and I'm confused over here and I believe this. I think we would find so much more common ground because I think most of the American public agrees with some of the tenets of loving your neighbor, allowing people freedom, supporting those who need support. And labels just don't do it. Black and white thinking doesn't do it. We get way too locked up into stuff that doesn't even matter and stuff that we might not even believe in in the first place. Right. That's what I, what I find is, is we have these labels and we have these beliefs that we need to question because often as politics, as the example, you often feel or make decisions the same as your parents did or the same as your spouse does 
and no matter where you are in the world, I mean, our, our political climate, the political climate right now in the UK, um, there's, there's so much upheaval. There's so many people trying to label and judge and fit and, and, you know, I, well, then if you believe this, then you believe all of this. And, you know, that's right. just bullshit. That's not even true. No. But, but unfortunately, uh, we're, we're just kind of in, in this place right now that you know, hopefully we'll settle down and we'll get back to being more respectful and, and more human and understanding that, that we all have different ideas and thoughts and uh, whatever is important to us, our integrity. Uh, at the end of the day, though, it's about our family, our loved ones, our health to be able to feed ourselves, have a roof over our head, have clean water. I mean, all of these things yes. that are so often taken for granted and then get dumped into this big pot of soup that makes people crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, you know, yeah. in, in the meantime, yeah, it, it's, it's much better to be, to, to back up a little bit and notice when you're judging, notice when you're judging yourself. This is a, a really good practice too, because I, I, promise you, you're probably judging yourself harder than anybody else. And chances are, uh, you know, for example, we we were watching something. I don't know if it was a a special, if it was a newscast or whatever it was, but but this um, anchor came on and was wearing something that, um, that I thought, like, why would she wear that? And I caught, I totally busted myself. Like, why is she wearing that? Right. It wasn't very flattering on television. Um, and because I had been in television, I knew like you're not supposed to wear um, things with a lot of pattern. And anyway, just, it, but I was totally judging. I was, whoa, I stopped myself. Like, you know what? Rock on. Because she's a beautiful woman wearing whatever she wants to wear. <laughs> and what does it matter what the hell I think about what she's wearing? And I thought, oh my gosh, to be. Uh, to be a, a news person or an anchor or an actress or an actor or somebody in the spotlight or a burlesque dancer who is willing to put themselves out there knowing that there's going to be all of this judgment based on nothing. There's no right. heart involved in that judgment. It's right. an observation. What is that all about? Right. And I don't know if you found this too, but sometimes, you know, you mentioned we make decisions based on what our parents did or based on what our spouse does. Sometimes I have found myself judging something and I judge it, but it's not something that I even really think. And the example of that is my kids are 19 and 21. It is my personal belief that it's okay to have premarital sex. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. I actually hope my kids have sexual experiences before entering a marriage because I think, I think that's a very valuable thing. But when my 21-year-old came home from college with his girlfriend, I had to confront my own demons. Sure. You can't sleep together. You're not married. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did that judgment come from? I'm like, they want to sleep together in the same room? They can't do that. They're 21. They're not married. Wait a minute. I want them to have sex. I'm okay with them having sex. Sleeping in the same bed doesn't even necessarily imply that they're going to have exactly, sex. Exactly, exactly. Right. So why am I having all of this judgment that it's under my roof, it's da-da-da-da-da, and I had to take a hard look at myself and the judgment that I was throwing out there and realize they can sleep in the same room, and if they have sex, I don't care. I just don't want to hear it. Right. It goes back to it's none of my business. No. You know, it's and chances are 
you've raised a very respectful young man yes. who may or may not even be comfortable in that situation, you know? Right. So, and good for you for, for looking at that because you know where that comes from. I, I remember when I, mo- I moved in with my boyfriend uh, after college and I remember what, a, what that, knowing how that would affect uh, my mom specifically and my, and my grandmother. And, and I think we may have even kept it a secret from my grandmother back then. Cause you know, it was, yeah. it was taba- ta- taboo. <laughs> really? And um, anyway, uh, it was a really good thing that I moved in with him because it, it allowed me to see that we absolutely were not meant to be together. Yes. And, uh, and that had I married him, I'd be divorced. Yeah, so it was like, oh, wait a minute, this is my life. And even as young as I was in making that decision, this is my life to do this, like it or don't. And this is also my decision to to leave and, and move on and right. uh, like it or don't. So yeah, there's so many conditions and rules and things and stuff that's come through for generations. And we just really need to give ourselves the space to explore what it is that, that we really want, what it is that as the card said at the beginning of the interview, what you want wants you. Yeah. And, um, I'd love for us before we wrap today to uh, go through your magical meditation. You have some beautiful meditations in your book. And I thought if you're open to it, I'd love to have you read through that to help our listeners unearth what is buried in their hearts. Yes. Oh, yes, I would absolutely love to do that. And I've got that pulled up and ready to go. And I would just like to invite the listeners to take a moment to think about their own black and white thinking, their own judgment, like you mentioned, their own history and past. And find a comfortable spot to relax where you won't be disturbed. Take a few breaths and allow yourself to settle in the moment and whatever that moment is bringing up for you. Even if you're distracted or uncomfortable, just allow yourself to be distracted and uncomfortable without that judgment. All thoughts about what meditation should feel like. And just be where you are. Next inhalation, breathe in the thoughts you are thinking, emotions you are feeling, whatever they may be. Exhale all those things that you're thinking or feeling. Here as long as you need. You've breathed in and breathed out all unsatisfying thoughts and emotions. Left breathing in and out only thoughts, emotions, and feelings that are pleasant to you. Releasing and allowing all of that negativity, stress, or judgment as long as you need in this state pure satisfaction fill your sense with positivity 
with playfulness. Fill yourself up with a sense of anything being possible and let that be. Already imagine, visualize or pretend that you're a tiny, beautiful baby or a beautiful luminescent soul floating on a cloud, waiting to descend to earth and to begin your life. Before your life on earth begins, you have been given this opportunity to review over the dreams, desires, gifts, and passions that form your core essence, the sparkly center of your innate being. Are your dreams and desires? How will you use these gifts? And how will you pursue your passions? Is your soul here now? Your life mission, when your life is finally over, what will your legacy be? You, will you be satisfied with this life? And let your mind wander to this creative, joyful space. Judgment towards yourself or others knowing that all things happen for a reason and in perfect order. That is how your life has moved both towards and away from your dreams, desires, passions, and gifts. No judgment because, like the path of a labyrinth, life moves us both towards and away from ourselves and our goals parts of your inner core, your true essence that have been covered, your masks, your stories, the costumes you've worn. Most importantly, notice what lies beneath those masks. Watch as everything that is not your true essence, everything that is a story, mask, or a judgment slowly crumbles and falls away and feel yourself smile. Allow this unmasking. Stories that are not your own fall away. Allow your dreams, desires, passions, and gifts to be reignited by this noticing. What does life look like? That you have an awareness of what lies beneath your costumes and masks. Your inner core is made from. How oh, that your dreams, desires, gifts, and passions are smoldering on the brink of catching fire. Notice where your life is leading now. When you feel ready, smile, breathe, and slowly let your mind move back to the present moment, back into your body, wiggle your toes, circle your shoulder, and take three or four deep, <sighs> connected breaths, preparing you for the day or the night ahead. Stay connected to your creative insight, 
divine possibility and the uninhibitive joy of knowing who you really are. That was so beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you so much for sharing. I'm glad that you were open to do that. When I read it, I thought, oh, we, we have to share. It's just so lovely. Thank you so much for allowing me the time and the space to share that, especially in conjunction, you know, with the cognitive process of releasing black and white thinking, of revealing yourself and allowing listeners the space and the time and the insight to do some of the work right here, right now. Our time together has come to a close so quickly, and I'm incredibly grateful that you made time to be here today to talk a little bit about your book, Flaunt. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to leave us with before we head our own separate ways, I, I would love for you to share that now. I would just very much like to encourage your listeners to feel that life is a game. Life is enjoyable. Play, sparkle, flaunt, shine, let go and just return to that place of pure divine love because it is fun. And just like the time closing in quickly on the show, time closes in quickly on our life. The time to play and sparkle and flaunt and enjoy is right now. Yes, it is. Thank you, Laura, so very much. And where can our listeners get a copy of Flaunt? Barnes & Noble, Amazon, IndieBound, pretty much wherever books are sold. Well, I'm so glad you wrote this book, that you shared a little bit of yourself with us today, and I'm incredibly grateful for your time. Thank you so much for allowing me to share, and I'm grateful for your time and your sparkle and all the good you're doing in the world today. Thank you, Laura. That was Laura Cheadle. Be sure to pick up a copy of her brand new book, Flaunt, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. 